Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today we're taking a look at the Proverbs 31 woman. Now I maintain that the Bible maintains that for a Christian woman to choose a career outside the home that voids her duties at home is a sin and bad for the family. The Bible outlines that a wife's role is to be a helpmeet to the husband and a mom to the kids, very present and involved, totally focused in raising the little humans and serving the husband, serving at home, if at all possible. Now, this stance always receives heat. The women who are opposing this doctrine say the verses I share are out of context or don't say what they really do say. Well, yes, they do. Now, the Proverbs 31 woman always gets thrown into the conversation at some point. You know, but but the Proverbs 31 woman had a career is what I hear a lot. Liberal women and feminists like to claim that the Proverbs 31 woman was a self-sufficient, sharp business lady who grew her business and who incidentally had kids and a husband. The Proverbs 31 woman, they say, busted that glass ceiling, was an entrepreneur extraordinaire, and who did it all, had a fulfilling career while managing her house. But is that what's really going on here? The Proverbs 31 woman as a model of professional career woman? Now, let's take a closer look at this woman. Go to the Bible, Proverbs 31. It opens with King Lemuel, probably Solomon, dispensing to the son, in wisdom, some life lessons. That's verses 1 to 9. Verse 10 begins advice on the qualities of a proper wife. And please note that the oracle is delivered by King Lemuel, but he ascribes the wisdom to his mother. Matthew Henry's commentary says of the verse, Proverbs 31, 1 to 9, quote, when children are under the mother's eye, she has an opportunity of fashioning their minds aright. Those who are grown up should often call to mind the good teaching they received when children. And Matthew Henry quote. The first thing the king says is that the son should find a woman who fears the Lord. Fearing the Lord means a healthy reverence for him mixed with gratitude and knowledge of our position before him, which is justified sinner saved by grace. Albert N. Martin wrote, quote, There was a time when even the unconverted would refer to a Christian as a God-fearing man. With this theme so prominently and frequently mentioned throughout scripture, both Old and New Testaments, it is regrettable that in our day, it can be rare for a sermon to be preached on this most important topic, 
let alone a whole series. End quote from Albert Martin. Well, I say, you know, it's sad that we don't hear about the God-fearing women, too. Then, we read in Proverbs 31, 10 to 11, her worth, which is above rubies, verse 12 picks up with what she does that has earned her such laudatory language. Quote, she deals bountifully with him for good and not evil all the days of her life. Him means the husband. Now this begins the umbrella for the actions the wife takes on behalf of her husband and family. What is the good she does him? Well, Proverbs goes on with specific examples of the good that she does. Gill's exposition explains, she will seek his interest and promote his honor and glory to the uttermost. All the good works she does, which she's qualified for and ready to perform, are all done in his name and strength and with a view to his glory. Nor will she do any evil willingly and knowingly against him. End quote from Gill's exposition. The Proverbs 31 wife focuses on the husband's good to the extent that she even sacrifices her self. Ephesians 5.24. Women today say, but, but what about her identity? Well, Our identity is in Christ, and the husband's is too. Romans 12.1, Luke 9.23. His identity is so submissive to Christ, he would be ready to give himself up for his wife. Ephesians 5.25. So the Bible calls upon all of us to deny self, sacrifice self for Christ. And we all do so, just in different ways. It is difficult to focus on your husband's well-being to the extent shown in verse 12 if you also have an outside job. Disclaimer now, disclaimer. I am not saying it is a sin for a wife or mom to hold an outside job. It's not. It's self. Many circumstances dictate a family's personal decision for a Christian wife to work outside the home. I am saying that if at all possible, and all things are possible with God, that the Bible says that the wife, especially when she has kids, should strive to make it her priority to be at home with the kids and to serve the household as her primary orientation like a compass needle pointing north as the default. End of my disclaimer. You have to do that these days because people twist your words so much. Now, the chapter goes into details of the wife's daily tasks, starting with verse 13. She searches for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. Now, while our tasks as women and wives and mothers may be different today than in Bible days. For example, we don't usually spin wool to make clothes. 
But we do have the task of driving to the store with the kids so they can get new pants. Below is a description of how a Proverbs woman spun wool. Quote, in spinning, the distaff is held tightly against the woman's body by her left arm. So constant an occupation is spinning that many women have loops sewed onto the left side of their dresses to provide additional support for the handle of the distaff. Wool is spun in a variety of thicknesses, left hand pulling the desired amount of fibers from the mass of wool and the right hand spinning the spindle in a clockwise direction, end quote. In other words, her hands were always busy. Maybe you remember a grandma who always had a little bag of knitting that she took wherever she went, waiting for the kids at the doctor's office or the dentist's office or knitting while she sat at night and the kids watching TV. That was the Proverbs 31 woman spinning wool. Verse 14b says, she brings her food from afar. Well, that means that rather than settling for an easier option or convenience of more expensive foodstuffs nearby, she will expend energy to go afar to get better price or quality. And this part of the verse, and she rises while it is still night and gives food to her household and a portion to her young women. Now, ladies have said to me here that since the Proverbs 31 wife seems to have servants, I mean, other translations say maidens, well, then that gives her time to have a career. Well, no. First of all, we're talking about a royal household. And second of all, it was common for most households of any size or status to have a servant. Modern women who make this claim forget that they have servants. They do, they do. Our lives are easier than the Proverbs 31 wife. Her backbreaking work of washing laundry, which included no running water, gather the water, gather the wood, light a fire, boil the water, stick your hands in boiling water, scrub on washboard. Well, that's all representative of just one task. We do have servants in the form of cars, washing machines, microwaves, vacuum cleaners, dry cleaners. Having maid servants does not mean she had time for a career. Despite having maid servants, this wife still gets up early and works for the household. Next part of the verse says, she makes plans for a field and buys it. From the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. As we saw in the verse above about bringing food from afar, the Proverbs 31 wife is careful with money. She wants to contribute financially to the household without it impacting the household. We know this because verse 27 says, she looks well to the ways of her household. She appears to have a skill in agriculture she's decided to employ. 
She doesn't buy the first field she sees, but she makes a plan. She's prudent. And we know she gets up early, but we see next she works late into the night. Verse 18 says, her lamp does not go out. Well, that's not meant literally. I mean, nobody can work 24 hours straight, but it's figurative to show. She is industrious in doing for her household and the people in it. The wife has worked hard to ensure her family has warm clothing for the cold season. And then we read, she makes linen garments and sells them and gives belts to the tradesmen. Linen was difficult to make and expensive. That she has extra to sell shows that she was diligently productive. Many women today have an Etsy shop. It's the same. But she's also generous, giving to the poor. The proverb concludes, She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her, and her husband, he also praises her, saying, Many daughters have done excellently, but you have gone above them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears Yahweh, she shall be praised. Give to her from the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. An honest reading does not allow room for the wife described in this proverb to have two careers. One as a professional woman somewhere in the economy and another at home. An honest reading would show the reader that the Proverbs 31 wife works at home, near the home, for the home. Her excursions to the marketplace are to buy food, get flax, or sell her wares. She has a vineyard. Many ladies, especially around here in the South, have a large garden. They do canning or preserving. And some of the ladies around here give away the extra at church because they're generous. Or they even sell a bit extra on Facebook Marketplace. This activity is vastly different from the CEO ministry of wives and moms today running their own nonprofit corporation and working 40 to 50 hours a week outside the home, according to their statements on tax records. Concluding here, I'll read from the Holman Bible Handbook, quote, This poem is an acrostic. Although the object of praise is the virtuous woman, the original audience of the piece was again the young man. The opening question in 31.10 implies the reader ought to find such a wife for himself. The woman is trustworthy, as we see in verse 11, industrious, 13-19, intelligent, 16 and 18, and she's kind, verse 20. She adds dignity to the family, 23 to 25, and has much foresight and prudence, verse 21 and 26. 
For all this, she is much loved in her family and is the real center of the home, verse 27 to 29, and above all, she fears God, verse 30. And the final verse speaks eloquently against the tendency to regard her role as of inferior significance. That's Holman Bible Handbook. Being a wife, a woman, serving one's husband, if so God gifts a woman, is God's work. Being a mom and staying home to raise the kids, should God bless a wife, is God's work. It's not less than. It might feel menial, and it is sometimes, but that does not mean it's unimportant. The Proverbs 31 woman did have a career, wife and mom. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.